0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
1: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
2: A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
1: Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino.
0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Quick Snap College podcast. Uh, tonight, it is that time of season. It is a college conference previews. Uh, of course, I am Brett. Hello. How are you doing? Uh, we've also got the usual suspects. Hello. There he is. There's Matt. Uh, tonight, yeah, we're starting our conference previews. We've got the FBS Independence and we've got the Conference USA to begin with. Uh, there's going to be six episodes, I think. We're going to do two division, uh, two conferences per and talk about each team, hopefully. This shouldn't be too long. We're not going to go in-depth to everything because there's a lot of teams that we've got to go through. So, uh, Matt, how are you doing on this Friday?
2: Yeah, I'm kind of glad to be back. Kind of not because I've been in Greece for the past week. So, Oh,
0: yeah, you've been living it large, are not
2: you? I certainly have, mate. So, it's... Uh good to be back i'm now just counting down for basically football season to start the next holiday pretty, pretty much because um the cricket's been on sport's been on but it's not quite american football at least when we get to sort of july you've got training camps and stuff and then we are on the home run thankfully
0: I was going to say we was uh, recording our. We started last night on the NFL show with our AFC East division preview, and we worked out it is nine weeks until the NFL starts. So that is
2: sixty-two days. I believe it is
0: seven, eight, seven weeks until college football's back because we've got Week Zero as well. So I think it's it's less than fifty days. Maybe
2: I think I saw sixty-three. I think it is for the NFL.
0: Yeah, so it'll be about. Yeah, it'll be, it'll, be, it'll be something in the ballpark range of 50. We're not going to math it out tonight because we don't want to hear us doing maths, but yeah, we've got our preview. So we'll uh, jump straight in. We're going to start with the independents. Now, 2023 is the start of probably the most impactful years in college football ever because we've got the last year of the CFP as a 14 thing. We've got the uh, independents. They're now down to four teams from the seven teams. I'm going to start with the Army Black Knights. Um, triple option, in it? You always wait for that Army-Navy game at the end of the year.
2: It is this year. It's a Gillette, isn't it?
0: I believe it is, yeah. It was at the Link um, for a few years. It was at Lincoln Financial. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Army-Navy, as always, It's it's... The type of football that gets you through the day—it's not pretty, but it's football.
2: It, I agree. It, it's one of those where it's okay. We'll we'll stick it on. It'll be on in the background, but it's there. At least there's football on. So, but uh, again, I will take like when COVID hit and there was no sports. I will now not take any football for granted.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's Jeff Monken's 10th season uh, in West Point. Army went 6-6 six and six last year. Uh, they did not get to a bowl game. However, that was due to the fact that two of their wins uh, came against FCS opponents. They beat Villanova and Colgate, so they cannot uh, go to a bowl. That's for all teams. You cannot go to a bowl if you have two FCS wins. If you do have two FCS wins, you have to win seven games because NCAA rules. Um this year, well, I mean, Army, they always play Air Force. They always play Navy in the uh, Commanders and Commander-in-Chief Trophy. This year, they're against Navy in uh, Foxborough, as we said. They're against Air Force in Denver. I'm really looking forward to that game.
2: It should be. It should be pretty good, to be fair, again.
0: Um, they've got a lot of... Um, Let's say tough for opponents. I mean, they've got to go to LSU, they've got to go to Tiger Stadium, they've got Boston College. That should be a win, whisper it quietly, Boston College fans. Uh, and then they finish against Coastal Carolina uh, before they obviously play uh Navy. Um I'm really looking forward to this army squad. Um I think they'll go to a bowl this year, maybe, I think.
2: Well, they've what got fourteen think? players returning, which will help. Obviously, whenever you get a massive turnover of sort of players, it's never great. So the fact they've got fourteen returning are going can help.
0: Yeah, as well as well with the service schools like Army, Navy, and Air Force, it's really hard. Like it's nigh on impossible to get transfers in. Yeah, because I'll, you can't just sh- straight up take from your course and then just go.
2: It, it, like, the, it's, it's different rules apply, isn't
0: it? Realistically, it's yeah, absolutely. It's not it's just no, normal. It's
2: not like transferring from one college to another. No. It, it, it's different credentials, isn't it?
0: Yeah. I'm looking forward to uh, Tyrell Robinson, the running back, and Ajon Marshall. Obviously, they're like I said, they're running triple options, so they're gonna feature heavily. Um, but they are shifting, they are not using the triple option, they are going to a shotgun based scheme. But I'm still looking forward to those two. What Do you think they're going to go bowling? Yes or no? That's, I think we're going to ask, maybe ask that for every team. Do you think they're going to do it?
2: I mean, possibly. I think this year, again, like you say, starters returning, you're going to have that sort of it feels like they're going to have a head start on where they were because they've got people returning. So I think that's going to be massive. Obviously you've got uh what's his name? uh B, 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 B. what is his name? Isaiah Aliston. Obviously the wide receiver which could potentially Isaiah
0: Aliston, yeah.
2: Yeah, potentially sort of their star man.
0: Yeah, well. I'd, like I I like say we we like the look of the we like the look of uh, the uh, Black Knights. They should get back to a bowl. Maybe not like a eight nine win team, but they should be there or thereabouts. On there should be six and six seven five. I'd say. But moving on. um Hmm. Our mates.
2: We've got, yeah, we've got a, a friends on uh, on this team. On we've <laughs> friends. We have a friend. um You can. <laughs>
0: Looking at the depth chart, we see a Mr. Number 17, Justin Jolie. Um on the, there. My, the,
2: myth, the man, the myth, the legend.
0: Yeah, he's returning these tight end one. He is gonna do absolute wonders.
2: Three He's gonna say like my holiday pictures, so he's in good books with me.
0: <laughs> I saw that. Sorry, I don't time, I'll take time out here. I saw that. I was gonna to say to you, how the hell did you do that? Did you like give him five or something?
2: no i'm going to say yeah um, after obviously after we finished uh dropped him a message sort of uh, had a little bit of a chit chat nothing too nothing sort of major but had a chat with him and yeah he followed me back say we've so
0: mr rock and roll over um, and <laughs> go on then are you really not going to plug your Insta oh that's shocking I'm not going to plug my Insta
2: no one wants to know (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, so it's the second season under Jim Mora um, Jim L Mora not obviously the Jim Mora but last year um, 6 and 6 they got back to a bowl for the first time in what 8 years 2015 was the last time that they got back and they looked Pretty decent doing it.
2: Didn't last year they had a couple of quarterbacks go down as well.
0: Yeah, they had uh take on Robinson go down with ACL. Um obviously they've had Keelan Marion transfer out the program uh as well. Um but I think they're gonna they're gonna rely a lot on uh take on Robinson, Robinson if he comes back. If he doesn't come back, um then you've got Joseph uh, Fognano as well. He's from Maine coming in as a transfer and we've got Zion Turner uh, as well. But I think a lot of this offence will rest on Victor Rosa's shoulders. Um, Big 2-2. He looked incredible last year. I think he'll be a breakout player. We're going to get to know him a lot more this season.
2: Yeah, I'm looking forward to watching obviously, watching them this year. Uh, obviously, I've not had a chance to sort of watch them, but Again, obviously, the fact that we're, we're going to be keeping out for number 17 is going to help massively. Um, I'm definitely going to influence what I'm going to be watching on Saturday, <laughs> to be honest.
0: <laughs> um, so yeah, like, I mean, last five years 2018, one and eleven, two two and 10 in 2019, they didn't play in 2020, and then 2021, one and 11. So the turnaround that the Huskies had was just unbelievable.
2: I think getting to a point. Getting to a bowl on. last year
0: helps, helps uh, them a lot. hundred they, percent. They've made the right strides as well in the football um, programme. I mean, the facilities that we've seen, that I've seen and heard about from them are some of the best in the country. And they're making the right strides. Maybe they don't stay independent for so long. Maybe they go to the ACC. Maybe they go to the Big 12. Maybe they at least join a Group of Five conference in the future. I don't know if they will. My prediction would be that they do join the Big Twelve at some point because conference realignment is always shifting, and I think UConn will grow into such a big program in the uh, Northeast.
2: They seem to be heading into that sort of into in that direction, don't they? The the stuff they're putting in, the fact that the records sort of up and coming, it seems like they're building something very, very spicy up there. I'd say.
0: I will say, eh, it's spicy. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that it's definitely the start of something. They went six and six. They lost in the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Uh, this year, it's not that bad of, an, of a schedule as well. I mean, they've got to play NC State. They play FIU, which is a winnable game. They play Rice, which is a winnable game. USF's a winnable game. Even Boston College is a winnable game. Tennessee, hmm. Mm.
2: Mm, yeah, mm. again, that's gonna be yeah, let's
0: not talk that, that's gonna be hard. Uh James Madison's gonna be a significantly tough challenge because of what they did last year in their first season. Uh Sacred Heart, that should be an easy win, and UMass at a neutral site, which they haven't confirmed, which is strange. Say we're in July and that game kicks at the end of November. Mm. But they're, they're, it, a ball game isn't out of the question for them.
2: No, I think they can definitely get there. They did it. They showed that they've done it, and that they've got the credentials. So, I mean, we'll have to just wait and see. It depends yes. what team turns up this year. Obviously, depends on injuries, like everything. If if your main man goes down, it impacts the team a lot, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now the big one, the big independent that everybody knows of, Notre Dame or Notre Dame, to call it what you want. If you posh, um. I mean, what is there to say that you haven't said already? This team is the best independent. It has been for a long, long, long. I mean, you look at you oh, look that.
2: at the top ten players to look at, and pretty much half of them are made up of Notre Dame players. So it just says Yeah, that. I was
0: gonna say in the whole in the whole of the independence, there is so many Irish fighting Irish, blue and gold that you just, it's a sea of it. And they're coming over. They are they are coming to, well, I say the UK. They're coming to Dublin. Um They're playing Navy in week zero. So, um shame we couldn't get tickets to that one. But maybe next year for the ACC when they come we over.
2: Hope.
0: Yeah, we can hope. And we can uh, strike out like we did London this season. But we're not going to get into that. Um, 2022, well, there's
2: still hope.
0: There's still hope. Yeah, there's still hope, but 2022 is a nine and four record. They lost to our Ohio State start season, which didn't help. They got they lost badly to Marshall. And I watched that game, that was a terrible, terrible loss to have. And same with Stanford, it was two poor losses to have. They should have won those games, they were so winnable.
2: Yes, um, so Mick who was on with the uh, British and Irish Eagles, he is a Notre Dame fan. So oh. um, he he was very much in the group chat, unhappy with what was going on last year. So hopefully it's, they can turn it around for his sake. Like
0: Ohio State was, again, it was against CJ Stroud and that I didn't expect them to win it, but it was an 11-point I mean, loss. They didn't it's, look...
2: It's it's a tough Ohio State team with the people that they had there. It, I mean,
0: in Columbus as well.
2: Yeah. So, so it, again, that one's not to make any sort of excuses for him, but you can kind of see what you can see what you're up against when you look at where they've been drafted and stuff.
0: going I was gonna say, yeah. And then Marshall was just a horrid loss. I watched that game through to its conclusion. It was just so. Rough around the edges, all the QB play. The only thing that was maybe a bright spot was the uh, ground game. But they recovered, uh, even though they lost to USC. They beat Clemson pretty handily as well. Um, yeah. Won in the gate Bowl against South Carolina. That was a hot South Carolina team. Um, this year, they do have to play Ohio State, but they are playing them uh, in South Bend. They have to go to Clemson. So, um,
2: Again... Do we see a repeat of last year or do we see that change?
0: I think it swings the other way. I think there's... I'm not discounting... I mean, I'm not discounting the Irish. They've got probably the best transfer player in Sam Hartman.
2: Yeah, that's the thing. We just need to see whether or not he can get into so into the uh, Notre Dame way. I
0: was going to say, he was a uh, wake... They do play Wake Forest second last week of the year um, in South Bend. But I mean, Sam Hartman, he's been, he lit the ACC up so, so many times last year. And throughout his career with the Demon Deacons this year, he goes to the Irish. Should figure as one of the top five, 10 quarterbacks this season.
2: I think this is where we see whether or not he's legitimate or not. But again, we do. <laughs> The way he's been playing the past couple of years, I I don't think there's any doubt really, is there?
0: Yeah, I was going to say, they did lose Michael Mayer though. They did lose... um...
2: Which is going to be a massive, massive, obviously, loss. But again, it's now someone's turn to step up and see what it's all about at the end of the day. This year is going to be... You never know, someone's always breaking out to try and get into the draft. Some people's years
0: their returning receiver their top returning receiver is Lorenzo Styles who had 30 receptions for 340 yards and a touchdown so which is someone has to step yeah up.
2: someone really does need to step up because that's not great is it but then again when you've got Mayer yeah. he was no doubt going to be the guy that everyone went to so maybe, I mean, maybe Sam talk- Hartman spreads it around I
0: was going to say I mean we were all talking about uh, Michael Mayer's tight end one I will also say, Joel, yeah, top offensive tackle, one of the yep. top two in this year's draft coming out. He is just—he's like a brick wall on that left side. He's unbelievable. I
2: can think of a team that uh, w- would actually go really well with him. Please, <laughs> Patriots.
1: No. We
2: we need. How about no? Just we need- no. <laughs> We need an offensive tackle at the moment. They're gonna get me drafted up there.
0: <laughs> yeah, look at the size of you though. Come on, I've got the come games. on, come on. But uh, just, last... just
2: you wait, mate. You're gonna say I've been on holiday, so I've I've cut down a little bit. But now, now's the time where I turn into a unit.
0: Oh, sorry. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh sorry. Um, right, moving on. Last team in the uh, independence of the independents. It's the uh, UMass Minutemen. Ah, um, uh, I don't want to say it, but yeah, UMass are bad. Like they've they've always been like the whipping boy of probably college football for as long yeah. as I've been alive and as long as long as I've been watching it.
2: I mean, yeah, one win a year for the past few years is not really looking good, is it? Really.
0: I mean they didn't they've had one win in the past or oh, three wins in the past four seasons.
2: Yeah, which is and I mean looking looking at their sort of schedule, it's gonna be, it's hard to be easy. You can actually,
0: only you can only I can only pick one win out of that. And I'd say that's the Merrimack game, and that's the FCS competition. Um yeah.
2: other than get, that, the teams that they play are gonna be up for it? Let's play it that way.
0: To be fair, though, uh, if I remember rightly, they did play AM. They only lost by seventeen because that was the day that they announced Kyle Field as a ninety thousand attendance, and it was. Oh,
2: we all right there, mate.
1: Yeah, you're right. Sorry about that.
0: Um, no, was, I was just saying that, um, like they they announced the attendance at Kyle Field was like ninety thousand when there was only seventeen thousand there, and like they they ran Texas A and M which was so strange for like half a game in random clothes. Well,
2: how many times do you see it where a bad football team plays a good football team and the bad football team? Dips down to the level of the bad football team. That's the issue you have. You you can only play what's in front of you, and if you, sometimes being a bad football team, you bring people down, and then it becomes a shootout.
0: Yeah, I was going to say they were third last in total offense, but they were ninth in total passing yards allowed. So I mean, they've got. I'm not. Uh, Taysom Pomachana. From George Tech, you're welcome. Uh, but yeah, I just, I just don't see many. If well, I don't see many FBS wins, if any, coming through. I mean, they play Penn State.
2: Uh, that's gonna be a. Oh uh, no! Yeah, that's that. Is, that I'd, is that is the Rolf, um of the Simpsons gif of. I'm in danger. I'm in danger.
0: Yeah, I mean that's not gonna be. A uh, maybe maybe bet the Penn State over on that.
2: Yeah, I maybe, I would.
0: maybe bet the Penn State over. On that
2: because, then again, it depends how the bookies uh, view it because they could either they're going to be like or... thirty five point exactly. Today.
0: Yeah, they're going to be like six touchdown favorites. But it's it's just going to be about yeah, like <laughs> it's going to be a blowout either way. I think um but that is the independence um now we move on to i won't say it's been the most move most, most movement in this conference it's the conference usa um they lost six of their members they lost charlotte they lost rice north texas uab um I'm blanking on the other one. While am I blanking on the Florida Atlantic and their conference champions, uh, UTSA? They all got poached by the uh, American Athletic Conference. So the conference USA had to turn and get New Mexico State and Liberty uh, from the uh, Independence. And then they also dipped down to the FCS level. They've got Sam Houston State and Jacksonville State. They're coming in this year. Uh, Kennesaw State is coming in in 2024. So it's Almost a rebuilding conference, but there's still talent there. I mean, we've we was discussing pre-show. We know the championship game, or we say that we think what like our prediction for the championship game is the same. So, but we'll get into the teams. Um, let's start with Florida International, FIU, the uh, Golden Panthers. Matt, what do you make of them?
2: Um, it's safe to say I know not much about this conference, to be honest. It's not one that's featured heavily like that. on TV, is it? <laughs> well,
0: suppose used to say that. All of October, they are moving Conference USA games to Tuesday and Wednesday exclusively and nationally televising it.
2: Which, again, With who, doesn't great- love, who doesn't love football on a Tuesday and Wednesday night?
0: That should mean
2: again it... that we get
0: Monday night football, the Tuesday and Wednesday night Conference USA games, Thursday night football. Uh, we don't get football on the Friday. Uh, college football, Saturday, well, we may get college football on Friday if we get like um, Sun Belt. And Saturday we'll get college football, Sunday we we'll get NFL. It's going to be seven days of football.
2: Go on. Which everyone it. loves.
0: I love to hear that I mean but yeah when people
2: I, when people ask about my uh, my personality and all I say is sports that is yeah. all that needs to be said
0: yeah absolutely I mean this offense will live and die by Grayson James it will live and die by him if he doesn't um, like if he doesn't progress as people think he will, I think FIU will have a terrible, terrible, terrible year. I mean, 20 to 21, they went one eleven 11 last year. They went 4-8. and eight. Um, They only just squeaked past FCS Bryant. Um, they went on a four-game skid turn the year against North Texas, Florida Atlantic, UTEP, and uh, Middle Tennessee. In this conference, a bowl game might, be out, the might not be out the question obviously you've got a lot of new pieces new teams coming in so a bit of unpredictability there, they've got uh, Maine they've got Louisiana Tech as well, in week zero love a good week zero game don't we um, they've got to play both Sam Houston and Jacksonville State, each team will be playing eight Conference USA games so they have to play each uh, Conference USA member once they've also got to play um, North Texas and they've got to play Arkansas. They've got to go to uh Arkansas. So that's we're just going to write the. Awesome. That's going to be let's let's just write the loss on there. Let's just make that red.
2: Yeah, I yeah I agree with that one. It's going to be a massive massive ask.
0: It's hundred oh, percent. I mean, um, as well, Lexington Joseph he tore his ACL, so he's out for the year and that running, that running back would have been the bell cow of the entire offence um, for the Panthers.
2: Which means it's massive for Chris Mitchell to, to step up uh, in his place, I think.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, Chris Mitchell, wide receiver. He'll be, he'll definitely be targeted up, like, the lion's share of targets will go to him, and I think he might get Conference USA offensive player of the year, if, I mean, if they have that award, but He'll definitely figure as a major player in that offense. So, uh, Bolin, yes, no?
2: Mm, ah, I think it's out the question. You think so? I think so.
0: Oh, okay. Well, this one's going to be interesting, I think, because uh, Jacksonville State. So they, oh, well, I say that's interesting. They can't go Bolin. I'm really, really not having a good day today. I'm so tired, but um. Yeah, Jacksonville State Gamecocks, they're moving up from the FCS. Uh, they are ineligible for postseason, so they can't go to the cham- conference championship. Nor can they go to a bowl game, so they have to wait either one or two
2: seasons. Go on, well, Brett, Do you think they're going to be going to a bowl this year? This should be an easy
0: answer. Funny. You're a funny guy. I mean, James Madison won... What nine, ten games last year, and if there was ever a team that should have broke that rule, it was them. They were lights out for a majority of the season for the past season. Um, it's going to be tough, I think. Um, obviously they're making the step up. There's a competition difference between FCS and FBS, and they went nine and two last season.
2: Um, I think this year they've they've got to focus on defense though, if they're gonna if they're gonna do anything. Obviously we know that they can they can put points up, but it's stopping the points that's gonna be
0: key, I think. Well they have six returning starters on the back end. Um but like I say I, it figures into could they surprise in the way that I'll it's not much of a drop-off in terms of the competition difference, but as well, they have to—they go to Coastal Carolina and they have to go to South Carolina. Like they—they they are going to be monumental games if they can—if they go ahead and get something, not a result, not a win.
2: If they can play look
0: res, look respectable, not get blown, blown out, out by like forty or fifty points. If they look respectable doing it, I think that's a massive confidence boost to the game Gamecocks, Rich Rodriguez, and the team moving forward. Because if they have that marquee result, they can bring the, the uh, transfers in, they can bring the recruits in and say, you could help us rise to the top of the Conference USA and maybe further, maybe they can go to the American or somewhere like that.
2: That's, I think, yeah. Again, that- these results, they help attract players, don't they really? Which is... Yeah. It's all about working ahead. You want to be thinking, what can we do next year? It's not a year build, it's a very much a multiple year project, isn't it, really?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've also got the uh, running back Tatnam, and Wallace, from Wiggins. They're both juniors this year. Uh, and then the defense fans, Chris Hardy and J Rock Swain. I'm really excited to see what those two can produce um, in that defense for the Jacksonville State Game Jacksonville State Gamecocks. I really can't speak. Right. This is someone who we think is going to win or be in the Conference Championship at least. Liberty. They're one of the new teams as well.
2: Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. I hate liberty. that you say that. <laughs> I hate that you say that
0: because it comes through every single time, I think. When I'm listening to um, There's Cover 3 podcast, from CBS Sports, if you've ever listened to it, um, whenever they say it and they say it in the American voice, and all we like, oh, hear it liberty, "liberty, liberty, and
2: I'm like, "No, stop, get watch out!" Of me, her. when you watch American TV, it is pretty much it's just every rare. every single every advert. Kind of break isn't it,
0: yeah, and it's the guy in the owl oh, on the uh, like unicycle, automated unicycle that goes yep. forwards and backwards. Yeah, I'd watch too much tally, but. Here we are. Um, Liberty Flames. Um, they used to be the school of Malik Willis. They used to be the school of Hugh Freeze. Um, both both of those were in the independent times. Now they're in Conference USA with, and I have to say, the one of, the, if not the best head coaching hires, Jamie Chadwell. Look what he did with Coastal and Car- Grayson McCall.
2: I'm gonna just nod my head and say yes because
0: I mean those those coastal teams from the past what three years four years are something else. Like Jamie Chadwell can work wonders with. He's one of those coaches. You know the old adage of doing less with more.
2: Yep, he say, is it's simplifying the game into getting your players on the same page.
0: Yeah, he's, He is such. A, he's a personification of less is more. I mean, look at what he did at Coastal. It's the same with Luke Fickle. And obviously Luke Fickle had, landed a Power 5 job. Jamie Chadwell maybe didn't get the job that he was, I wouldn't say expecting, because Liberty is on the rise significantly. But he would have been considered for maybe the Nebraska job if it came up, if he got the uh, invitation. But Liberty went eight and five last year as an independent. They went to the Boca Raton Bowl, but they lost to Toledo. Um, they do lose if I'm not mistaken. They do lose Javon Scruggs, the safety. Um, Matt, what do you think? Do you think that they're going to win, or mm-hmm. at least against the conference? You said we said that they're going to get to the conference championship. Both of us, mm-hmm. I think,
2: the conference championship. Um. Whether they win it is a different story. I think that might be a little bit of a too much of a step, but it's again this year depends who turns up and whether or not the uh the coach, that the head coach can get things right and actually be able to sort of get a team together that works. I
0: was going to say the doulas, you freeze Torburn and they do make the move. So whether that move, again, it comes down to the same thing with probably Jacksonville State is because they've been scheduling so many different teams and so many different conferences. Like last year, they had sort of missed. They played UAB. Um, they played Wake Forest super close. They beat BYU. They beat Arkansas and they played Virginia Tech close. I mean, what, three more points or well, four more points in both games and they're looking at two extra wins. They're looking at a 10-win season last year, yeah. minus a bowl.
2: Which, again, if they can perform on that, then you are... Then, yeah, we could be able to see them actually win a bowl game.
0: Oh, they'll, they'll win. I think they'll win a bowl game. I think they're definitely going to go and I think they'll go bowling as the Conference USA's number one team. I think they'll win the damn thing, personally. that's yeah. and I'll, 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 I'll lay it out on the table. I'll say it now. Yeah, I think we're go- we're gonna build up to a like a predictions episode. Where we'll say all oh, conference championships will be this that, and the other, and then the final four and everything like that. But I do think L- Liberty has
2: probably the it- best shot to win it
0: and best shot to stay competitive for multiple years.
2: Especially, yeah, I think you're right. You've just got to make sure that everyone stays healthy. You don't lose any silly games, and then. Then yeah, you could potentially be very much there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, Louisiana Tech um, last season I went three and nine. Um, Hank the Tank. That's all I'll say. I cannot wait for Hank the Tank to come out. And Matt's looking as I'd say, who's Hank? Uh, the Hank Backmeyer um, used to be of Boise State. Uh, He's made the transfer to Louisiana Tech. I would think he jump-starts the Louisiana Tech this season. Um, Like 29 career starts. And like, just, he seems stable. Which... He he brings experience, he brings...
2: Stability isn't a bad thing, is it really?
0: Even though he's new in, I think, like, he's a veteran. He has a, a significant amount of experience, like Sam Hartman coming into Notre Dame. It's so much experience from playing at the FBS level. He's played, I won't like, higher competition. I mean, the Mountain West isn't that higher, but, you know.
2: No, it, it's, still, it's still a step, isn't it? And whatever you sort of, whatever experience you can get off of that, I think definitely helps.
0: I mean, they've got seven... Offensive return starters, including Smoke Harris and Cyrus Allen at uh, wide receivers. And they've also got Michael Clark at defensive end. Um, I really like the look of him I get, coming yeah, into the I season. Think, they've just got to turn up.
2: I think that's the thing. Can the defense get enough stops to be able to give the offense hope? Because at the yeah. end of the day, you want complimentary football, don't you? you want defence to get the stops and you want your offence to convert the touchdowns? I
0: was going to say, the stops is what hindered them last year. They didn't get any, like, next to nothing in stops on defensive line. And maybe it backfires. They had 11 transfers in. Maybe it backfires. Same with Colorado and Charlotte. They had 40 plus, so not to the extent like that. They've also got, I have to say, I've just clocked this. um, There is on the depth chart wide receiver 2 I well, in the second column the coldest crawford I see that what a name <laughs> what a name the coldest the coldest is the coldest on planet earth let's see if he'll be the the uh, coldest for louisiana tech <laughs> please stop funny i'll stop now and move on for to the middle tennessee blue raiders and um, eight and five last year san diego state they won their bowl they played in hawaii they bowled in hawaii which is damn like they play in some exotic venues don't they
2: which is it's always nicer the way day isn't it
0: <laughs> oh could you imagine because they've also got to do all the activities beforehand as well so it's like um
2: i can think I was, of worse places to go
0: yeah, I was going to say they do Bahamas as well. That's the starting this year. I think they start in Bahamas. Uh-huh. That that first, that first day of bowls is, like, I think it's December 16th, and there's, like, eight bowls on that day.
2: Yeah, that is. just
0: a- straight through eight games. I'm like, all right, come on, then. It's a Saturday. We're I'm going to
2: say that that is very much she- um... a... A multi-screen watch, isn't it, really?
0: <laughs> yeah, get the multi-screen on four screens at a time. Get the also quad box. box out. Get the what?
2: Get the quad box out. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Don't, Come on. We, we ain't got no octa boxes here, but yeah. Um, no, we haven't. We got, yeah, we got Middle Tennessee. We're going on a tangent here, but yeah, Middle Tennessee, they should probably be in that second tier for the Conference USA. We're not. I don't think they've got enough to put them over the top. They've got Frank Peasant, uh, who had 777 rushing yards and 11 touchdowns. I'm going to need to cough in a minute, sorry. But yeah, uh, he had 777 rushing yards and 11 touchdowns, but the quarterback is being replaced. And I think the offensive line will also need stability in how they play because it was so inconsistent and so up and down last year that they have to improve Pretty much everywhere aside from running back.
2: And is whether or not they can do that is the biggest issue. I uh,
0: mean <laughs> it's not gonna happen maybe in the first two weeks, shall we say?
2: Yeah. And then you I mean, go downhill.
0: I mean, if you look at the first two weeks, yeah, they they gotta they gotta get to Alabama.
2: Yeah, that's that's not a great um, week to start, is it?
0: Missouri, yeah, they got they got to go to Tuscaloosa, so I I I don't think it's gonna happen. If imagine the scenes, if if we're right, the
2: first two weeks off. Let's put it that way.
0: Well, I mean, weirder things have happened. Imagine the scenes if we're sat here two months from now and we're saying, "Oh look, Middle Tennessee are playing Alabama, Alabama by fifty, and what do you know? Middle Tennessee wins, and we sit here and look like a right pair of lemons."
2: But can you really see that happening?
0: Like I said, so I mean, App State beat Texas A and M. App State, as an FCS, beat Michigan.
2: Yeah, that's true. It's the thing. Football, you just never know what's going to happen. College, do you?
0: college football does throw up some surprises sometimes, and they they have thrown up some big, big, big shocks, massive shocks. But um, yeah, I've seen the plenty going and bowling this year. I think. Like I say, I think they're in that probably that third place behind Western Kentucky and Liberty. uh, Yeah.
2: I I can see that. Again, I don't think they've got enough to push into the top two.
0: No, I I think everything will have to break right for them, and I think a couple of things will have to go wrong for the uh, top two.
2: A hundred percent. I think unless there's some very unfortunate injuries, I can't see it happening.
0: Absolutely. Um, Let's move on to the third of the four new teams, the second new team from the independents. The New Mexico State Aggies, who went bowling again last year, or who went bowling last year. Jerry Kill did one hell of a job. And that week, I think it was the same week, Jerry Kill and New Mexico State Aggies Went bowling as the Yukon Huskies and cats danced with dogs in the rain because hell had frozen over. Like those two programs should like, I won't say should not, but you listen to their records since 2018. Three and nine, two and ten, one and one, two and ten, seven and six.
2: It's a it's a very
0: <laughs> it just it's shows an interesting
2: you... change, isn't it? <laughs>
0: It just shows you how much impact Jerry Kill had, and how much the right hire has. The Aggies have now got positive momentum.
2: They have, and if they can carry on again, they've got a couple of a couple of hard games. But again, you just never know. Seven and six last year, positive outcome. If they can, if they can edge a few games again this year. Maybe they go ball. Bowl- Maybe they do go bowling again.
0: I mean, they've got to play Liberty, who they crushed last year. But I don't think that happens again. They've got to play Hawaii as well. Um, they played FIU as well last year. They lost that game, and of course, they've got to play New Mexico, the Battle of New Mexico. Who wins? Probably New Mexico State. But yeah, I'm excited by this team. I'm, there's actual hope here. It's not just. It's a it's a turnaround that you want to see from a team. Like they make the right hire, build building the right culture, and they just worked and worked and worked and got to their goal.
2: Again, it, it proves what the right hire can do for your team. And they've got it by the looks of things correct. And if they can build on what they did last year, who knows where they go from here.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, they got Diego Pavia as well, uh, who had 19 touchdowns and nearly 2,000 total yards. So that next step is going to happen for him, I think. I think there was was, uh, words, of, I think someone said they called him Diego Manziel, which, uh, hmm, who knows?
2: Interesting nickname.
0: It is an interesting nickname, it is. Um, Right, last, well, I said the last new team. It is the last new team. Sam Houston State, Bearcats. Cats with a K, not a C, like the Cincinnati team. Um, again, even, uh, like I said, I won't lie. I haven't really watched a Sam Houston State game. No,
2: neither
0: have I. FCS isn't really available in the UK, but they've got Casey Keeler, um, head coach, and... Look at that. that, That's a record and a half, 85 and 27 in the nine years that he's been in uh, Houston.
2: Well, if you wanted a positive uh, result, that is one. Flipping hell.
0: It's not bad. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it is his 10th season, but he has got talent, it's just depth.
2: And That's, that's the issue. Strength and depth when it comes to this sport is crucial.
0: And they, I mean, they did win a national title. They won the FCS national title in the spring, the COVID spring, the spring of twenty twenty one, when the FCS moved all their games the spring. And they, who knows? Same with Jacksonville State. Could they hit the ground running? Obviously, again, same with Jacksonville State. They can't go bowling. They cannot do anything in the postseason. Maybe this year is just a feeling-out year. Obviously, they're going to play the um, Gamecocks. They're also playing the newest or the next newest team in Kennesaw State. I think it's just going to be a feeling-out year.
2: I think the fact that they can't go bowling this year potentially gives the team, like you say, they, they've not got strength and depth. Do they try and develop strength and depth by giving players that wouldn't usually be playing yeah, a little bit of extra
0: time. Yeah, I'd, I'd I'd say so. I think going going into that, I think there's a couple of differences with regards to Liberty in New Mexico versus Sam Houston and Jacksonville State. Obviously, Liberty in New Mexico have had that group of five and Power Five games. They play them week in week out as independents. But this year, or like for Sam Houston State and Jacksonville State, they've got to make the jump from. FCS level, so like Wagner, they played Texas a and Commerce, Stephen F. Austin, Utah Tech last year. They've got to make that jump up with the competitive nature of it. They played Texas and once last year, and they lost thirty-one to nothing. But they've Which got- is, it, it's
2: it's very much a knocked-out-the-park. They need to come up and find this level and see where they can take it.
0: They have to adjust quickly. Absolutely, I think if they make that adjust- adjustment quick, I think the years after the um ined- ineligibility ban—I won't say ban—ineligibility for postseason um, games will be a lot easier for them. Because if they don't make that jump quick, I think they'll stagnate potentially and fall to the bottom mm. of the conference. They are predicted by a lot of people to not do much i think they won't do anything much of anything in terms of like win wise but they've got to have positive momentum in those losses
2: 100% not every not every loss is negative if that makes sense if you if you're seeing play from players that you like the, especially this year with not being able to go into a ball game is it awful? Not necessarily. I think they do need to get some wins because then, like you say, you can look at getting transfers in, get inspires in,
0: confidence as well.
2: Oh, a hundred percent. And that's it. Sometimes a win, a win covers up a lot of things. Like, yeah, no one complains when you're winning, even even if you don't play well. If you win,
0: a win's a win. Yeah, a win, a win is a win. And the more you win, the more people will go and take notice. But um, nearly done. We've got two more teams. The first one being the uh, UTEP Miners, or, or to give them a proper name, the University of Texas El Paso Miners. You're welcome. Thanks for that, um, No worries, mate. I'll give you that one. Um, no bowl for this team. They were 5-7 and seven last year. Uh, they did uh, play Oklahoma, they lost um in Norman. Yes, I'm not really sure about this team.
1: I, I think
2: work? they're going to be one of the... the go on. One one of the less lesser teams that we talk about, I think. I they're think in that they...
0: middle third. They're in that they're not in that top they're not all four. But then yeah, they're in like bowl window.
2: Yeah, I again I don't think it's going to be I don't think it's gonna be a team that light the world on fire.
0: No, but I think they've they've got the quarterback to do it if they if they are gonna do it. Gavin Hardison very much it I I look like the look of him. I think he'll be a solid player at this level. He won't get names like named to a draft or anything like that. He might go into an um, all-star game at the end of the season, maybe like a Shrine Bowl or something like that, senior bowl. But I think a lot of it again lives and dies by him. If he doesn't perform then uh Dana Dimmel, the coach, he's looking pretty hot CT. Like 17 and 40 in five years at the school. i do not agree. That, that ain't something that ain't something to be proud of.
2: Yeah, that's a very bad win percentage, isn't it, really?
0: He has turned it around, I have to say. He has made the turn around. I mean, 2018, he was 1-11. 2019, he was 1-11. 2020, he was 3-5. and And then 2021, they did make a bowl at 7-6. Uh, last year, obviously, they didn't at 5-7. and But this year, could they make a return? They've got Incarnate Word as the FCS opponent. They play Northwestern, they play Arizona, and they play UNLV as their non conference schedule. If they can maybe go for, they play Jacksonville State week zero. I think if they can make it to week five in four, three and two, two, like three, three and two for this team, they could have a shot at bowling.
2: Yeah, I think it's unlikely that they will go bowling this year. Again, I just, it doesn't inspire, this team doesn't inspire me.
0: Fair enough. I'm, I mean, I, I if they're going to do it, I think it will be a 6-6, six and six, they'll squeak it. But I think it depends on how much we put into Northwestern, how much, I think Arizona is going to be a loss. Uh, definitely. I think UNLV is going to be close. They should beat Jacksonville State. They should beat Incarnate Word. But yeah, again, what do we know? We're just merely uh, college college football watchers in the UK and yeah, you you know. Yes, PR. And I think we've saved one of the best teams for last, the Western Kentucky Hill toppers. Um, Can I just start and end the conversation here?
2: Do uh, be my guest, Austin Reed. Yes,
0: Austin Reed. That is all you have to say. Austin Reed will be summit special this season.
2: Uh, yeah, again, very much probably the highly rated number one uh, quarterback. I think around around this conference,
0: he threw for four thousand seven hundred forty-six yards. And 40 touchdowns last year. Just remember who the, what this team produced two to three years ago. And you know exactly who I'm on about.
2: Because uh, he
0: is quarterback two for the New England Patriots.
2: Oh, yes, he is. Uh, yes, yeah, Bailey. Ba- Fever. He's ba- Zappi ba- Fever.
0: Ba- yeah, Bailey Zappy came from the West End Kentucky Hilltoppers. He and did Bailey Zappi. That-
2: Broke That's his, that. that is one I did forget, but I yeah, mean Bailey Zappi did break that in touchdown
0: record that the uh 2019 LSU Tigers had. He threw for 61 plus touchdowns that year. The last year he came out.
2: I mean, this is a thing. This uh, this program is creating NF what well, NFL style players.
0: I yeah, I was gonna say it's NFL talent. I mean, they've got to look at Malachi Corley as well, who had the again, the Lions share um targets, yards, and touchdowns. He had 101 catches, 1,295 yards and 11 touchdowns. And again, th- I think these this team has all the ability and all the talent to make a run, not only the Conference USA title. Could they be the group of five representative for the New Year I, Six ball?
2: I think it they will t- be, if I'm <laughs> honest. It will take
0: something, I think. It will take something. They have to get over Tulane as well. We've got to see what coastals like. Troy potentially might not be there. So, but I think the the hilltoppers are primed for success definitely this year, um, for the next couple of years at least. And yeah. Uh they did go on to. End off the conversation with them. They did go nine and five um, last season. They went six and two in Conference USA play. The strange part about this is that they played thirteen games regular season. They didn't even play a um, Conference Championship.
2: Yeah, that's very odd.
0: I think there's an, there's definitely a team doing it this year, but I can't remember who. Uh, they did win their New Orleans Bowl against South Alabama. They. Have to go to Ohio State, which you know
2: that is going to be a tough one. That
0: Ohio State can't look past them. Ohio State can't look past them because if they do, they could catch them sleeping. I'm not saying that they will. I'm not saying that <laughs> at all. But I think so.
2: The question is, Brett: Has we got the first, the first game that you think might be uh, on the dog story this season? If that it, is, if they do look past.
0: I, th- I'm not gonna say yes or no to oh that. Based is that base one
2: bookmarked?
0: Just f- fill, a, fill a buster for me. Just l- let me let me find the schedule for the book guys because I want to see where they're playing afterwards. Because if it's someone like Notre Dame, then that could be. yeah, that It is Notre Dame. It they... is Notre Dame. They they play Western Kentucky and they have then they have to go to South Bend. If they so look they past could the be... Totters, yeah, and to the Fighting Irish. That could be one of those banana skin games. If they, if they look past him, I don't think they will, obviously, because like a higher state, they've got talent coming out of their ears. That
2: I mean, if, Marvin Harrison Jr. this year is going to be
0: wait insane. till the Big Ten episode. I'm going to give him so many flowers, so many products. I can't wait for him at the NFL level. I can't wait for him for this season.
2: But Again, yeah, we are potentially looking at what could be. Mm. It, I mean, depends because, what, Caleb Williams, I've heard teams saying that NFL teams could be tanking to get him because they think he's Mahomes. So say,
0: the, the race to the bottom will be, I would say, significant this year because
2: this year I think... The draft is gonna produce some very, very good players, let's put it that way.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, I mean, you gotta think as well. Look at the and uh we've finished obviously we've finished our conference USA preview and Aaron independence preview, but if you look at the teams in the NFL, who needs a quarterback though? Who can bottom out? Because the Cardinals, that's... the Cardinals are going to bottom out, and I think that's because of what the past regime has done and the negligence of Steve Keeman, and Cliff Kingsbury. But when you look at it and you look at Kyler Murray and what's around him, do they trade him for more capital this year? The, can't... More,
2: the thing that worries me with that is who's really going to be taking Kyler Murray?
0: I mean, if you're deep into it for the Falcons, if you're in a playoff run, and Ridd is not doing that well, and Kyle has played a couple of games off injury, and he's doing really well. It could happen. It could happen, but like I said, that's a, that's a conversation for a different day. Well, possibly.
2: from my standpoint, there could be my team looking at a quarterback.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah. By the way, uh, don't listen to our
2: conference
0: uh, divisional previews. Uh, um, yeah, you won't like what I said about the New England Patriots.
2: I expect because, nothing from you, Brett.
0: Oh, you are going to hate me when you say when you hear it.
2: Ah, uh, don't you worry me. I'll uh, I'll remember that. Just remember, don't go for a massage with your quarterback,
0: please. Oh, there it is. But on that note, <laughs> <laughs> um, this has been the uh, QuickSnap College Podcast. Um, what well, I don't want to time date. I don't want to date it because like. You know, that seems a bit weird at the end of a podcast, but... Yeah, it does. Yeah, we'll date it the next one. We'll date it at the start of the next one, but um, you know where to find us. You're obviously listening to this, uh, QuickSnap UK on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, thank
2: you very much for joining, Matt. Right, let's go and uh, preview some more next week, I think.
0: Yeah, I think next week is... Uh, I will find it quickly for us. Um, This is not good content, as always, as you can hear the outro music properly. Uh, Next week is the Mountain West and the Mid-American Conference. Uh, Matt, thank you very much. Uh, Really, really enjoyed that one, actually.
2: It was good. I'm looking forward to seeing what we have building up to the the bigger conferences and the bigger teams, to be honest.
0: Yeah, college football's on its way back. Football's on its way back. I guess it is. Enjoy. Have a good night. See you next week.
2: See you later.